Welcome to Unchained TV, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and the founder of the Unchained TV free streaming network, Jane Velez Mitchell. You're about to hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your health, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. We have an extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary guest for you today, Kip Anderson, famed filmmaker, and he has come out with this extraordinary new movie. It gives me chills just to talk about it. Christ Spiracy. Everybody on the planet needs to see this film. It started when this man, Cam Waters, stood up and asked Kip a question when he was in a public forum. And that question was very simple. You know, they say there's no dumb questions, but this one is perhaps the best question ever asked of anyone. How would Jesus kill an animal for food? Wow. That sparked a journey of discovery that resulted in Christspiracy, the biggest cover-up in 2,000 years. And this movie is extraordinary. It's the documentary they don't want you to see. We're going to find out who they is. Kip Anderson is here to talk to us first. Let's hear just a little sizzle of what this is about, and then we're going to talk to the man himself. Hi, I'm Kip, the co-creator of Cowspiracy, What the Health, and Seaspiracy. And I'm Cam, and we're co-directors of the biggest and boldest chapter in the series yet, Christspiracy. This film, five years in the making, is the closest and dearest to me because it's the final piece of the puzzle. Whereas our previous films focused on the environment and health, this one dives deep into the spiritual and ethical aspects of our relationship with animals in a way never seen before. Cam's question led us on a global exploration asking, is there a spiritual or ethical way to kill animals for food? From Christians to Muslims, Hindus, yogis, and Buddhists, including the Dalai Lama, to looking for answers at happy regenerative farms and spiritual hunting clubs, to exploring the psychological, philosophical, and social justice impact of raising and killing the same amount of animals as 10 times the entire human population every single year. Wow, the documentary they don't want you to see. And now you will see the one and only Kip Anderson. Bravo. That's all I can say. Yet again, you have topped yourself, which is a really tough thing to do when you've already brought us cowspiracy, seaspiracy, and what the health. Why, in your words, does every single person on this planet need to see this movie? Oh, wow. There's a bunch of different answers for that. One is that, it, you know, if you've seen the other films, it is the missing chapter. And for me, I feel, you know, the ethical side of the three pillars of the environmental impacts, the health impacts, and the ethical impacts of raising and killing, uh, raising and killing and then consuming 70 billion animals, land animals per year, not even counting fish, what impact that has on our moral fabric and our ethical fabric of of the domino effect of what it trickles down to in our entire society, us being human beings. Um, so it's just, I just feel it's so important, so important to watch, particularly at this time in history um, with how much disconnect there is and things of, uh, uh, of, 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 you know, I guess disconnect is the best word. You know, this film 
challenges a lot of narratives of, of the relationship with animals and spirituality and religion. But at the end of the day, one of the biggest reveals is that all these different spiritualities and religions all share one central same theme. So at the core root of this, we are all the same. We are all one. And I feel that's such an important message at this time. Uh, I watched it in a preview. I was blown away. A spine tingling is how I would describe it. Shocking. Everybody needs to see it. Unchained TV has gotten 10 tickets for the first 10 callers to get the ball rolling. We are picking a Los Angeles. There's 600 theaters are showing this film. So Whatever you do, go to Christspiracy.com and get your ticket now before they're sold out. The entire world is buzzing about this. But for our part, we're starting out with 10 tickets to the first 10 callers for a screening at Century City AMC at the Century City Westfield Mall on Wednesday, March 20th at 7.30 p.m. We might even meet for a vegan dinner uh, beforehand. So uh, I urge everybody who wants to get their free ticket to please give us a call right now. And the call-in number is 866-472-5788. Let's see what we got here. We've got a caller, Michael in Los Angeles. Your question or thought? Oh, wow. Listen, I'm so excited Michael? about this movie, Kip. Oh, hi. Can you hear go me, ahead. Yes, go ahead. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, um, I'm really excited about this movie. I can't remember uh, when I've been so... Uh, you know, anticipating a movie this much. And uh, my question really quickly is, uh, have you shown this movie to anybody in the religious community? And what was your reaction? Thank you. But first of all, do you want your free ticket, Michael? Oh, oh yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> okay. I'm going to check you off. Michael, you've gotten a free ticket. Uh, what's your answer to Thank that? You. Yes, absolutely, Kip. I think we're all wondering on pins and needles the reaction in the religious community. It's a great question. It's been exciting because you know, now it's been seven years, but we've been in this uh, making this film the time really before showing it to anyone for about five years in the making. And so once we finally started doing some pre-screenings, you know, you're just so caught up in the we've seen this film, you know, a thousand times. We we don't really know how other people are going to view it. We have an idea. But until other people watch it and give us feedback, that's when we really get um, a notion of, of what we've got, we've got, what we've got in our hands. And it's been so uh, we're so grateful because once we started showing this to people in different religious communities, not only Christians, but Buddhists, some yogis, Hindus, and even some Muslims have seen the film. They all love it. And the best thing is, is even atheists. Atheists love the film. So it's definitely, even though it's called Christspiracy, it branches way out beyond just the religious thread line of the film. We go into sociological impacts and the, uh, um, all these other things that was mentioned in that sizzle reel. But it's, it's been incredibly well-received. And with the Christian community, everything what's really stoked about it is everything from the conservative, hardcore Christians to the very liberal. Um, more, much to our surprise, because we thought there'd be quite a lot of feedback, but I, uh, uh, um, of, you know, fight back, actually, after they watch the film. But I think what happens is the name is triggering, and they think it's going to be debunking or bashing Christianity. And they're so pleasantly surprised. We're like, wow. This film reveals the true nature of what Christianity is and these different religions at its core. And it's such a beautiful, such a beautiful reveal. And it's, yes, very, very challenging to some people who are, have some very strong faith in the history of, you know, especially growing up Christian. But at the end of it, we've had incredible feedback from the religious community. 
Wow, we've got, oh boy, they're lining up. Everybody wants to get their free ticket. Paige in Los Angeles, your question, your thought. And do you want a free ticket? Definitely a free ticket. I want to bring my husband, uh, who grew up Catholic. Okay, thank you. I'll I'll take it. Um, So, Kip, here's what my question, since I have seen the film, it's epic. Definitely run out and get your tickets, y'all, and bring your friends and family, pre-vegans, vegans, everybody. Here's my question. How do we... How do we promote this and share with people without giving away, you know, the ending? Please. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, so I guess the one thing is like you, as you said, you're just by even saying that without giving away the ending. Now I'm excited. What is the ending? Just this like sharing the film. That's incredible. You love it. And you're not going to believe what you find out. This is going to transform. I mean, it really is going to transform. I feel we feel. The narrative, you know, what it means to be Christian, you know, the other films were what does it mean to be an environmentalist? What does it mean to be truly, really healthy where it's mind, body, spirit in the other films? This one is what does it mean to be a Christian? Can I be a Christian and eat animals? If I, if, if I find out what I do in this film, and I align with that. So I think the main thing is just get people really excited. Just like, wow, you are not going to believe what this film reveals. It truly is. When we say it's a 2000 year cover up, we're one of the biggest uh, you know, it's 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 true. I mean, it's going to be a very transformative film. That this film is just the beginning. It's the seed of the conversation in the theological world of of discussing what we found in this film. But it's a huge one. Wow. Well, I want to play. We got so many callers lined up, but I want to play another clip. And the clips, the the sizzles. Let me say the trailers. They're so. Um, Again, spine tingling. I I hate to use the same word over and over again, but it really, they play like a thriller. This entire movie plays like a thriller. Is there any threat or danger making a film like this? Yeah, you just wait and see. You just wait and see. You have no idea the far-reaching power of the church. They will stop at nothing to keep this truth from getting done. Is there a spiritual way to kill an animal? Um, I'll, I'll put it this way. How would Jesus kill an animal? <laughs> Is there a peaceful way to kill an animal? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Just amazing. And we're going to talk about the dangers in a second, but we got to get through some of these callers. Arwen in Florida, your question or thought for Kip Anderson. Hi. Um, can you hear me okay? Yep. Awesome. Yeah, so I saw the the premiere on, on the online screening, and I'm agnostic, and I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. I mean, I was getting chill bumps all over myself because of the, you know, just intenseness of this movie. Um, so I, I'm definitely going to see it in theaters as well. Um, and I'm hoping that I'm, I've invited some people that I work with who are not vegan. So I really want to get them to go with me. Well, fantastic. I'd offer you a ticket myself, but you're in Florida. Get your tickets, everybody. It's hitting 600 theaters on Wednesday, March 20th. And Sunday, I believe, March 24th, March 20th and March 24th, 
It's so easy, okay? I just bought 10 tickets right before the show, Christspiracy.com. Just go to Christspiracy.com and you can get your tickets immediately. Um, so let's keep moving on with the callers. Uh, we've got Annie in Sherman Oaks, your question or thought, and do you want a free ticket? Oh my gosh, yes, I do, I do, I do. I love your work, uh, Kip, and thank you, Jane, you, you're amazing. Kip, I, I, I love uh, the what, what the health and conspiracy, conspiracy. I always recommend every day, every day. I want to know how is it related to the, um, the religious in the sense that we had the, the um, what was it, the name, um, a prayer for compassion. Is it similar to that? But what I also want to say about you is I so appreciate you always exporting the truth. You're amazing. You're not afraid to go there. And I Thank love you. that Thank about you. you. Annie. Thank you, Annie. Great points. Uh, uh, we do have a prayer for compassion streaming on Unchained TV. It's very different. I can answer that question. That's really just um, an incredible film, but a father and a daughter going out. This is, this is like... Uh, almost like a crime documentary it, because it's like an investigative team going out. And I do want to find out how you really move forward on this documentary once you had that question asked for you. But boy, let's get through. Pam in Los Angeles, your question mm -hmm. or thought for Kip. And do you want a free ticket? Oh. Yes, and I want, and uh, Dale wants to come too, but he can buy one. <laughs> One free for you and you can bring Dale. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I just want to say I am looking so forward to seeing this just because I love all your other films. And um man, just for activism, yeah, I'm really looking forward to see this. So I'm looking forward to it. That's that's all I want to say. Just can't wait to go and want to go um, with all of you. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. I was going to say too, Jane, on the fact, yeah, some people describe it's like Raiders of the Lost Ark meets Da Vinci Code meets Cowspiracy. It's kind of like a combo of a really around the world adventure uh, exploration and diving deep into um, these these uh, unforeseen truths that you'll find out. That's a good way of putting it. And I urge everybody, when you get a ticket, get a second ticket and bring somebody who may not know anything about Cowspiracy or Seaspiracy or what the hell or Christspiracy. Let's get some new fresh eyeballs on this as well. All right. Next caller, Karen in Venice, California. Hi there. Thank you. Yes, of course. I definitely want a free ticket if you can hear me. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, thank you so much for all that you do, by the way. I'm so excited to see the film um, and I'm excited to bring my Christian non-vegan friends. Um, now I'm Jewish. And I'm wondering, um, you know, and, and I have an aunt who's a rabbi, as a matter of fact, who's not vegan. I'd love to bring them also. Um, any insight as to um, the Jewish end of things? Yes, actually, we, we, go, we go to Israel a few times because we go to the Temple of Jerusalem. We go to Jerusalem, and um, I don't want to give too much away, but we interview some rabbis. We interview one rabbi who has killed, I think he said, over one million animals down the kosher way. And now... I mean, I'm giving a little bit of away. He's actually vegan now. Um, and uh, so what we do is we will go undercover into a kosher, a kosher um, farm. Mm. We, we, we talk huh. to an 
undercover kosher slaughterhouse worker who went undercover and did uh, filming in that. And we just we show how kosher's done in an animation. It's not gory, but we should show how bizarre it is, and um, also a halal as well. So we definitely explore that. Other than that, we show the connection of what happened two thousand years ago in the temple. Um, and, and that's the link as well. So definitely bring your rabbi's friend for sure. Uh, it'll be an interesting conversation ever after of what he feels kosher is. If you think kosher or halal is that much better, you, you definitely want to do some more research on that. And I know when I go to, I say I'm kosher, although I'm not Jewish, but, um, if you're vegan, you're kosher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, there you go. And we're giving away tickets to one showing in one theater it's going to be in 600 theaters get your tickets now christspiracy.com it's so easy it's the easiest process in the world click christspiracy click, click tickets boom and you're going to be part of history because this is historic truly historic all right the next caller Lindsay in woodland hills your question or thought for kip anderson the filmmaker i just thank you jane i just wanted <clears throat> to say to you, Kip, that I am so thrilled to meet you. I use the film What the Health to introduce my non-vegan friends to veganism, particularly those that have health issues. And I'm really excited to see this film because my background is Christian and I've moved through my spirituality to come to the conclusion that the golden rule applies to all religions, do unto others, as you would have others do unto you. And I can't wait to see the film, and I, I know it's going to give me lots more ammunition and things to say. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And yeah, yes, I'd love a you. ticket. Thank you so much. Also, to point on that, you know, do unto others. It doesn't say do unto other humans. It says do unto others. And that's a little uh, secret, too, about we go into the film of Thou Shall Not Kill and these things that are part of the commandments and, and the tenure to the tenets of all the different religions. Um, they don't specifically say just humans. They just, they leave that out. So does that mean all beings, all sentient beings? So something to think about. All right, our next caller, Kim, Santa Monica, your question or thought, and do you want a free ticket? You're in Santa Monica. Hey, yes, of course, I'd love one, and I want to say I had the pleasure of meeting you, Kip, a few years back in Beverly Hills at another wonderful premiere of a movie, and thank you so much for all you do. Keep up the great work. Thank you both. And, uh, yes, I'd love a ticket. I can't wait to see it. I've heard a lot about it. Thank you. All right, terrific. And we're going to go to Lance in Venice Beach. Your question or thought, and do you want a free ticket? Woo! What's up? I would love a ticket. Um, though this, that line is busy. I've been calling for 20 minutes trying to get through, so I am super excited. The buzz is already here. Um, my question is, so I come from a more spiritual lens and less religious, but um, what's crazy is after watching the film and, you know, seeing the big reveal and shocker at the end, it actually opened up my eyes to exploring religion and faith. Is that a common response that you have gotten from people? You know, that's a beautiful question because know what happened? That happened to me. <laughs> like I, I went in this with zero. I was a clean slate on. I did not grow up going to church. My background on both parents is Mormon, but my dad was a rebel. At 18, when he was supposed to go on a mission, he decided to be a bartender instead. So I... Grew up with a clean slate to the point where up and you know just a few years ago 
not knowing if even Jesus was a real person, being interested in religion, but not really going deep in the historical, the historical, um, you know, documentation of how they started, who started it. And was surprised to learn that like Jesus was a real historical figure that's documented what happened. He was crucified. There was something that specifically happened four days earlier and then learning about these groups and then just being so incredibly inspired um, by these groups and then seeing how they're connected to Buddha and they're connected to um, they're connected to Pythagoras. And now there's this lineage and it's like, wow, this is incredible. I think what happens with, with religion is they get blurred. Books have been burned. New narratives have been, have been erased and written new things to, 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 uh, to, to, you know, support the narrative of the times of what they want. But when you peel away the leather, the, the leather, we peel away the leather, definitely do that. You peel away the layers, you see something that's just gorgeous and beautiful and authentic and pure at the, at the, at the core of all the different religions. So I feel, I feel you. I'm, I, uh, and we've gotten that a lot from people, even like by people who are, who are atheists. It's like, wow, I never thought I'd have a connection to Jesus because it's usually, ah, Jesus, Christianity. And then we bring it down to a, a level of really relatability in a really inspiring way of a, uh, uh, you know, someone who's just an amazing, amazing inspiration. I, be careful with my words, but. Wow. Well, again, it was very inspiring to me. Uh, and I know it's going to be inspiring to everyone. Tiffany in Los Angeles, do you want a free ticket? What's your question or thought? <laughs> yes, I would love, I'm so excited. I can't stand it. Thank you for making it what sounds like another amazing film. And I was wondering, um, I'm very excited. It's being released in the, the theaters. Was there a reason why you didn't go with Netflix this time or that will be later? Yeah, uh, you, we we mentioned a lot of that. If you watch the Kickstarter and a lot of stories, but yeah, for people who don't know, this was along with Seaspiracy. It was at the same time. It was supposed to be an original, and as we got further into telling these, originally the film title was actually Cow Spiritual, and it's you know, a film on ethics. But as we got deeper into this story and Jesus, the narrative story of of uncovering these. Things it was like wow we had to go deeper into that thread line of that particular story of of of, of Jesus and the Nazarene movement at the time and anyway as we started getting deeper that way they felt like they wanted to go a different way than we wanted to go and there were some key things that they wanted to take out and we just wouldn't and we just wouldn't budge and we just we was they wanted to go one way we went deeper into the way we were going to the point where. It's like okay, we're not budging. We have to. We have to do this another way. And I have a lot of respect for Netflix. It was a challenging thing that we had to both go through, but we felt we had to honor the film into its purest form and strongest to create the strongest impact and to tell the entire story. So at the time, we didn't know what Plan B, but now we all realize what an amazing. Uh, a decision that was because now we'll be able to go in theaters and we're, we're going to be able to release all the extra footage. We have so much extra footage that didn't make in the film that they would have ended up keeping. So now we're going to be able to release all the footage when we release it online and all these other small clips. You know, a lot of people don't realize when you edit a f movie, the first edit's around three and a half, four hours. And that four hours is like, how do we even get this down? So now we'll be able to release all this extra footage. And then we're also doing a pay it forward campaign uh, when we release it online. So no matter if you have uh, money or not or Netflix subscription, 
everyone in the world will be able to watch this film, uh, whether you have one penny to your name or not. And that's, that's really exciting too, to have the most people be able to watch this. Fantastic. Melanie in Garden Grove, do you want a free ticket and to our LA uh, group going uh, to Century AMC? And what's your question? Yes, I would love a free ticket and a free ticket for my non-vegan friend as well, who's also a Great. Christian. Um, and thank Melanie, you so much what, for doing this can, film. Can I get your last name uh, so that I can uh, add you on to the list here? Yes, Shaw, S-H-A-W. Okay, and just DM us on uh, Unchained TV Instagram, and we'll get that ticket out to you and coordinate with you. Go ahead. Um, thank you so much for doing this film. I am a vegan Christian, and I go to church. And what I've noticed within the church is there's a major n- disconnect and speciesism. And I think if they could just make that connection and feel for these animals like they do the dogs and the cats, that they would have a different perception. And I hope that a lot of preachers and churches do see this film. So I think it'd be very um, eye-opening for them. And also from my research, I've found that the disciples were vegetarian and did live that lifestyle. So thank you for doing this film. Yeah, it sounds like you haven't watched it. Yeah, you're going to absolutely love it. And it'll be so fun to see what your friend, your Christian friend, who is currently a mediator of what what they think about the film. But um, that's great that you're bringing someone who's a Christian and a mediator because yeah, definitely it's of course, if anyone vegans out there, I'm sure a lot of vegans listening to this, of course, but bring your Christian friends and mediator friends and they're going to love it. That's another thing too. We've done so many test screenings and it's been so nice to see the response of people coming after like I meet, but I love the film. We're not bashing anyone. It's not like uh, we tell anyone at the end of the film, like you are sinning because it's none of that. It's an exploration of the truth, exploration of, of what happened a long time ago and an exploration of is there an ethical way to eat animals and done in a challenging way, but a soft enough way that uh, opens the doors for everyone to really love the film. So I think they're going to love it. Well, we want to play another clip. I mean, we could be talking about just people being excited about it all day. We don't want to give away anything. So while we're discussing this, I have a gazillion questions I could ask you, but I'm (laughs) keeping it zipped and staying under control, not asking those questions that will give away this 2,000-year-old conspiracy. Check it out. Is there a spiritual way to eat animals? And if so, is there a spiritual way to kill an animal? And what would Jesus do? This one transcendent question led me from my career in gospel music to the co-creator of Cowspiracy. New documentary, Cowspiracy. You know, the documentary about how the world's being blown up by cow farts. And what the health? What the health? Have you seen yeah. it? You know, the plant-based mega hit that got a lot of beef. Especially from Beef Magazine. Filled with a lot of propaganda. Ah, uh, propaganda. And of course, Seaspiracy. Netflix documentary that everyone is talking about. It's called Seaspiracy. The film many of you thought should be entitled Conspiracy. We see what you did there, but no. I tell us, it's so cute, those... Those trailers and those sizzles are just really well done. So creative. Um, Tell us about Cam Waters, who I've had the pleasure of meeting. And it starts where he just shows up at an event. You do speaking events and uh, Q&As, post screenings. And he asked you this question. And it's just incredible that that sparked this huge 
blockbuster of a film. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, it was divine. It was a divine meeting, as I guess you'd say. Um, it was so timely because I was just finishing Keegan and I, What the Health. We just wrapped that up, and I knew this was going to be the next film of film on ethics, but not knowing exactly the route it was going to go. And um, a few weeks after, you know, when I say wrapping it up, I just feel like, you know, there's so much stuff at the end to do. It didn't come out on Netflix yet, but it was like, okay, we're pretty much done now to do the next thing. Keegan wasn't interested in this one because it's just not, it was for several reasons. So I was like, all right, well, somehow it's going to lead me to someone and we're going to make this film together. And with it, I think it was literally within two weeks, I went to a Cowspiracy, as you see in the film, a Cowspiracy screening at the LA Green Fest and met Cam. And it was just amazing because it was just perfect timing. And, um, you know, I'd been working on this film in a way, parts of what you see for a long time. And for him to, to be there at that day, it was just, it was just amazing. And then we hit it off right away. And from then on, seven years later, here we are. <laughs> finally, finally fishing has been quite the adventure, uh, venture to make it, but yeah, it was definitely a divine encounter that was definitely meant to be. All right. And uh, some people are saying they got a busy signal. That's because so many people were trying to call in. I'm going to post the number one more time. And I believe, yeah, we've got a couple more callers. Now, uh, I will say we got 10 tickets. We're already at about a dozen. So I'm just going to live dangerously. Anybody who calls in, uh, in the who can attend an L.A. screening on March 20th at Century City AMC. We will get a ticket for you. So Georgia in Santa Monica, would you like a ticket and what's your question or thought? Hi, um, I'm so happy about this film. I can't wait to see it. I was raised a strict Catholic and even though I'm half Jewish, half guilty, half guilty. And then <laughs> uh, I went on to think for myself afterwards. And I'm, I know Reverend Michael. He married me and my husband, oh, wow. who, who I saw is in the film. And uh, I'm just so excited because, you know, from, from everything from excessive guilt to actually um, giving over your finances to even killing yourself has been the message of so many outliers of Christianity. And I just was thinking, oh, if only there was a way somebody could get back to the basics. And I just can't wait to see how you did this. Well, I want to say for one thing, congratulations. That's amazing that you got uh, uh, married by, you're talking about Reverend Michael Beckwith, I imagine, right? Yes, that's yes. A, wow. Wow, how fortunate are you? He's one of my favorite human beings in the world. Yeah, he's in the film, and we have a whole extended interview on, the, on him that we'll be sharing later. He's incredible. But, um, yeah, thank you. All Lord. right, Debbie, in Venice, California, your question or thought, Debbie, in Venice, California. Okay, well, I think we got Annie. I, I wonder if it's the same Annie who already called, but we're going to live, again, dangerously and see. Annie, Santa Monica? Hi. Yes, this is Annie Jane. Um, oh, yeah, yes, different love Annie. To see Go ahead. The, yes. I would love to see the Christpiracy because I grew up without the world, without religion, and I see so much influence of the religion. And I would like to see the other people's views of what they think about the influence of the religion in the world. Uh, I don't know what it's exactly about, but I am. I would love to see it. Uh, what's your last name so we can have you down? 
My last name? Yeah. Vanden Hovel. Oh, okay. Okay. I knew I know who you are. Um, now let me just say this. We're getting a lot of vegans calling, and that's terrific. I would urge every single person watching, especially your vegans, your animal activists, your plant-based people, get other people to go to this film. Take other people. Um, okay, yeah, that I'm is super important. It's not about you seeing it. It's, a, it's important for you to see it, but it's important for people who need this message to see it. So I would like everybody who is watching, um, El Amara St. John says, how soon will the film be um, able to be seen after it's seen in theaters? I want to see it very much. I'm just not going into theaters. Okay, can you answer that question, Kip? Yeah, it'll be probably around two months or so later. Uh, it could be less, could be a little more. It depends. Um, it depends on a few factors. We don't know exactly when, but it'll, it'll, it'll be a while. If you can go in theaters, you definitely want to watch in the theater. It's going to be an incredible experience. We have surround sound. Just one of those movies, like we said, with the adventurous nature of it, you just really get into the film that it's just going to overwhelm you and it's going to be amazing. But if you can't watch it somehow, it will be available in probably two months around there after the theater launch. I, I second what Kip said, go to the theaters and watch it in a the theater. First of all, it's going to be super fun. Our little group, we're going to have a party. I think we're going to have dinner beforehand. Uh, next caller, Emic in Los Angeles, your question or thought for Kip Anderson. Hi. Hi, Jane. You're amazing. Thank you for this. And keep, I met you in the past. Uh, I'm just so appreciative of how you live your life. You could have done so many things with the people you know, the things you have, but you're just focused on being a good person. And it's it's not easy. <laughs> you're just showing how being a good person is done. This has nothing to do with religions or anything else. Anybody with consciousness has to watch Cosmosy and understand the message behind it. I'm not religious mainly because of the treatment of women and animals and the planet, but I really have amazing friends who are religious, and you made me appreciate them even more because they are really good people as well. And I want people to understand and live according to their ethics and beliefs, and you're giving them a chance to redeem themselves. Thank you so Wonderf much. Wonderfully said. Emic, do you want a free ticket? Actually, I got two tickets already. I'd like to Woo! donate it to Unchained TV for you to make two more people happy and enlightened watching. This. Well, you come and bring whoever you can. And that's the whole idea. We don't thank you. Thank you so much, Emic. And right. I happen to know that Emic is a pretty amazing activist on her, on her own who, uh, did an action in uh, an NFL game and got tackled and arrested. So <laughs> way to go, way to go. Um, yes, um, we've got so many people just commenting. It's very exciting. And I am just jazzed to make this. Basically, um, I think people seeing this film, this could trigger a real change in thinking. I'll just say for myself, okay, I'm Puerto Rican and Irish, Catholic culturally, but we didn't go to church. My mother was very avant-garde and went to every single crazy church there was and, you know, changed from week to week. Not that they were crazy, but, you know, different. But when somebody got sick, then we go back to the Catholic church and light a candle. Hmm. So it runs deep. 
And I am very excited to see this film for the third time on March 20th. And it gets better and better because you get other nuances uh, that you miss the first time. I mean, the second time I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, bingo, aha. Yes, you'll have a lot of aha moments. Now, I want to go to another little moment uh, in the film that I thought was absolutely fascinating. I'm going to play for you. We're going to talk to Kip Anderson, the filmmaker, about it on the other side. How has this been covered up for the last 2,000 years? You know, as it's often been said, history is the province of the winners. <laughs> and now we're living with the consequences. So that's very intriguing. Can you give us a hint without giving it away? Well, who you just saw there is an amazing, amazing author, theologian, and historian. His name is uh, Dr. Andrew Lindsay from Oxford, and he he is the favorite character. Like we did when we do pre-screenings, we have who's your favorite character, who's your favorite person. Hands down, it's him. You're gonna love him, and he's just amazing. He does. He's written over 35 books on the connection between religion and animals. So he is the go-to person in the film. And um, you can pick a, 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 a better character, a nicer person, and just full of life. Always smoking his pipe um, in that. And as far as him, that quote right there, history is the province of winners. Well, that's the thing is the goal of this film is to spark that who is the new winner. The winner is compassion. The winner is truth because it's been covered up for so long. Um, I feel the winners are being transformed, The you know. I don't say the losers, but it's being transformed in the winning. And so it's a new era we're, we're, we're entering into now. So it's really exciting times. And, and, I, and I'm, we're just so grateful for Dr. Andrew Lindsay. Uh, I see that new people are joining us. I want to ask about this clip. I played it before, but I'm going to play it again because I want to ask you about the danger angle, the risk you took and Cam Waters took to your own lives. Is there any threat or danger making a film like this? Yeah, you just wait and see. You just wait and see. You have no idea the far-reaching power of the church. They will stop at nothing to keep this truth from getting over. Is there a spiritual way to kill an animal? Um, I'll, I'll put it this way. How would Jesus kill an animal? <laughs> Is there a peaceful way to kill an animal? <laughs> wow. Um, again, without giving anything away, how, the, how did you do this? Mm. I mean, it was terrifying at moments. It was. I guess I had some... Um, some practice from Cowspiracy, because uh, we get that question a lot, especially after you see it, because there are some scary things that happened during the making of it. But um, when I did Cowspiracy, and I remember interviewing, um, um, geez, I forget his name right now, uh, Howard, Howard, Howard. Howard Lyman. Howard Lyman. He scared us. He's like, do you know what you're getting yourself into? And, and if you watch Cowspiracy, there was really like putting the camera down. What are we doing? What are we getting ourselves into? And then realizing this is way bigger and we just need to move on. So it, after What the Health came out, we started working on this film. 
Definitely scary. I don't want to give too much because we share about the making of this and some of the dangers that we encountered in the film. But the main thing is we feel we're protected overall. We feel the main scary part was we have to protect the footage. So we had to do like three, four, five backups and put them in different states, let alone different houses. And then, you know, I was kind of like radio silent for the past uh, five five years, seven years. And Cam was, you know, just starting doing his YouTube channel. And so we just were, had to like bunker down and be really focused. And the main thing is to finish the film. So our concern of finishing the film safely um, surmounted our fear of our personal health. And I feel now like the other films, when their film is out, it, we're all in it together. The film is out, there's nothing to do, you know, and we just feel protected by higher beings and the animals and the spirit. So we just, we just trust in that. So, but it's definitely frightening at times for sure. Uh, I want to ask you as somebody who being in media, I know how I can have a glimpse or really an insight into how incredibly difficult what you did is it's mind blowing. Actually, how did you stay determined and move forward because there had to be days where you just, this is a long time, seven years where you, you said, Oh my God, can I do this? Look what happened here. Look what happened there. Uh, you know, they're, they're coming after us. Like how did you maintain your spirit and your determination? What was it inside you? I guess the one thing is it just has to be done. It has to be done. And and this has been a, I feel Cam would say the same way, even as difficult it was, even through the Netflix thing, that was like three years ago already. Somehow it has to be done. So there was never a moment of like, we're going to stop or we're going to do this, even though there was some moments in the film where you'd think so, but it was just like, we're doing this. And, you know, I have a, I have a daily spiritual, I have a meditation practice and I clear things and I refocus every, every single day. I do that every single day. And it's about 15, 20 minutes is all. But I feel that's really powerful and keeps me on track. Um, and and I feel to anyone, I mean, that for me personally, that's really helped me to stay focused and just somehow we will get this done. But yeah, having a having a partner like Cam uh, is, is really powerful that someone believes in the mission and the film as much as you know I do. And now our core team, our core team of four and growing five um it just helps have surrounded with people who just really believe in 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 the film and the film's message and then it's so great now we're doing it all together that's the great part now we're doing it all together so ha ah, it's not just us so it feels really good and um so it's all worth it um yeah and again if if you got a busy signal call in again we're getting inundated, which is a good thing. We want to fill up each and every one of those 600 theaters, March 20th and March 24th. All you have to do is go to Christspiracy.com, get your ticket like that, all right, and do it and bring other people because this, we are at a pivoting, pivotal turning point right now. Uh, literally, uh, not even me saying it, Sir David Attenborough, we're breaking boundaries, you know, oh, Life could become unsustainable for people and other beings, and we need to make some fundamental changes. And I really believe this film uh, can help redirect people and reground people about what's really important. I would love, I had this fantasy of it being shown at churches around the nation. Uh, is there any 
uh, strategy for getting churches to show this films to their congregations. Yes, that's definitely the plan. After we do the theatrical release, there's set in these 650 theaters, but we're already asking, can I do a screening in our theater or in our church? Yes, but first get them to the theater. Do you make this a big fun church event where everyone goes to watch the film? It's actually on the second showing is on Sunday and I believe it's going to be three or four o'clock. So it's a perfect timing. Go to church, tell everyone to come, maybe buy a few tickets to some of your, your friends that would never go otherwise and make this an incredible Sunday event. So we're so stoked that it's actually on Sunday as well. Um, and then after that, after the whole theater run, there'll be, you know, goals to do a lot of church screenings for sure. Okay. Questions that just popped in my head. What about the Pope? What about the Pope? We tried so hard. We were in Rome. We traveled all around. We were in Rome for a while and we had, we were, we were one degree of separation. I mean, even a half a degree. We were so close. We felt, I mean, who knows at the end of the day, but to get an interview with him, we tried so hard and the same, I mean, you'll, I don't want to give two away, but the Dalai Lama, we were looking to get an interview with. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't watch the film. The Pope is someone that we definitely really tried hard because his name, he could, he named himself St. Francis of Assisi, which is the saint patron of the animals. And he named himself of all the names he could have chosen. So, and he, you know, the energy I feel from him is I feel he would love this film. You know, some people would be like, oh, I don't know. I just really feel I love this film. So our goal is to have him watch the film and address it. That would be our dream. And also, too, I remember there was a million-dollar vegan challenge where if the Pope went vegan for, I think, even a day, I don't know, it was a week, um, they would get a million dollars for his charity. So we might see if we can start that up again and to do a million-dollar vegan challenge to having the Pope watch Christ's Spiracy just watch the film, address it, what he finds in the film, and, and acknowledge or discuss anything that we found reveal in the film because we'd love to see what he thinks about it. Yeah, and apparently he gave up uh, gossip instead of giving up meat when he was given uh -huh. that challenge. Hmm. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Okay, Sarah, in Venice Beach, I know you've been trying. Your question or thought, and do you want a free ticket to the Century City AMC uh, Saturday excuse me, Wednesday night, March 20th showing. Uh, yes. Hi. I would definitely want a free ticket and yeah. definitely want to see this movie. And I want to know if possibly you're planning on maybe reaching out to church groups or youth groups, because there's all these types of groups that they have summer camps. And I was just thinking mm -hmm. maybe their group could either have like a movie night or they could have a big church group or any type of religious institution group go to the actual theater and, like, maybe get the whole theater for the movie. That was my question to see if you like that idea. Thank you. Love the idea. Love the idea. We have actually have a button on the thing where you can do group, group theater buyouts or group uh, ticket sales. So, yeah, we love it. And, you know, with the other films, too, this film – demographic is really for everyone in all ages but what's been really nice is and on purpose too is that anyone from like 15 16 to that 30 year old you know the younger gen z demographic they love this film and that's that's been a big treat too so really having the youth really champion this film and bring it to their christian youth groups or bible studies and talk about it and have go and make it a fun event 
That sounds amazing. And any support on that, we would love. Uh, yeah, Britt in Sacramento, your question or thought for Kip Anderson, co-creator of Christspiracy. Britt? Yes. Go ahead, honey. Okay, right now? Yep. Okay. Um, I wanted to know if... Uh, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm hearing something in the background because I think just, I'm watching. Just get it out. Okay. It's okay. You're fine. Okay. I wanted to know if... Yes, I wanted to know if, Kip, you know... Are you there? Yes. yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. The um, impact, you know, I became... I became, um, I was vegetarian since I was 12. I'm 58, um, and I just wanted to know if you know, I became vegan instantly. Instantly, I became vegan of watching Cowspiracy that hour. And I wanted to know if you know the impact of being vegan, of what, who you've influenced. It's just beautiful. Thank you, Britt. Thank you so Appreciate much. It. Um, I guess the fundamental question there is, are you getting any evidence that people, I've heard so many people say, yes, I went vegan after watching Cowspiracy. I went vegan after watching What the Health. Do you think this is going to have the same kind of impact? We do. We do. And the, the whole thing of the impact of this is to raise questions. So people, you know, if they're watching this, like, oh my gosh, I'm scared to watch it. I'm going to be vegan. But um Yes, this this has got a tremendous, tremendous impact. And the people who have watched it, we just got one. Um, we did a pre-screening to our Kickstarter backers, and someone said, I watched this with, I believe, six of my Christian meat-eating family. My entire family watched it. And after watching it, we're all everyone has decided to go to try out not eating animals. Wow. And so that's beautiful to hear things like that. So well, I sure. mean, let me ask you a question because <sighs> – you know, historically, there is a lot of evidence that the Bible was written, you know, by committee, in essence. Is there a sense from people who are Christian, who have seen this film, that they've been kind of betrayed that, whoa, why didn't I know this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's one of those, not only why have I known that some, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I've never even thought about this. That's what's interesting about this film, where the other films... When I, you know, we go in and we interview the head of Rainforest Action Network or Greenpeace or and what the health, you know, the Cancer Society or, or diabetes, we know that they know, they know this. They we know that they're covering it up. So we know the questions to ask. And and it's kind of like you're doing this on purpose. What's interesting about this film that's different than that one is that when we've asked these questions, very challenging ones, to pastors and and, and some of these people, uh, theologians who been studying this for years and years, they have just never even thought of the question. They've never even thought of this angle. And so it's not like they're consciously covering up. They just never knew. So it's almost like this cover-up happened 1,500 to 2,000 years ago, and now the entire society is kind of like taken on this path. And so they don't even really know that they've, um, I don't say been duped, but been taken on this other path. Whereas the other films, you know, they're consciously doing it in the present moment. So that was, that's interesting about this film. And I think this could have a dramatic impact because people like to think of religion as a static thing, but it's always evolving. I mean, it evolved with Martin Luther. It evolved with all sorts of developments. 
and it is constantly changing. So this could spark a real revolution in Christianity. And I, I just want to know if any of the theologians that you spoke with uh, sense that it could have that impact. Oh, absolutely. And some of the theologians we talk to, they know what what's in this film. They haven't really had a voice. And um, that's what's beautiful, that the timing of this coming out now is like finally having a voice for this reveal, what you see in the film. And, and the timing is impeccable because um, it's just so important. And it's going to be massively, massively impactful, I feel, for for Christianity, but not only Christianity, for Buddhism and the other religions as well, to really, when you ask these questions to yourself, being whatever you believe in, just looking in the mirror, let alone of what Jesus did or Buddha and these other things, it's a transformative moment, not only for the religions, but really for the viewer and when you watch this film. So it's really powerful, and powerful in a really beautiful, profound way uh, that we've been told. And Jason Bueno says, I'm a Christian vegan, and this film made me feel not crazy. Uh, wow. Uh, well said, Jason. So we only have two minutes. What are your final thoughts? Obviously, what we're all about, people, today is buy the tickets. Get the tickets. It's the best ticket you'll ever get. I, I tell you, I, there's a lot of great films out there, and a lot of them are streaming on Unchained TV, and we're always promoting them. I feel this film is really revolutionary. It's so profound. And if you go, you will be part of history. You'll always be able to look back and say, I was there at the first or the second showing of Christspiracy. Wow. Look what happened afterwards. So what would you say, Kip? I'd agree. Yeah. This historical moment with the, the, with the theatrical screening, especially this film, this was the first time a film like this in this, this world, this movement, what do you say? A movement of compassion. It's going to have a full theatrical run. First time ever. So not only do you have to watch it in movie theaters, get your tickets now. Even if you click on, you'll see that there's maybe a lot of seats in your theater. It's going to do like an exponential. They're all going to fill up. And of course, you want the good seats to your theater. So make sure you get them now and invite your friends. Buy them. We do is pay it forward. You know, buy extra tickets for friends. Pass them out. You just bring as many people as you can and make this just tsunami wave of uh, successful in, in, in spreading compassion and and inspiration to, to everyone who watches this. That's the goal. Well, I am so darn excited to see it again in the big screen. I have watched it online and thank you for giving me that sneak preview, but it really convinced me this is a film that every single person under the sun needs to see. And I just want to say it's fun to watch. It's, it's, what was the analogy you used? It was like, what Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ra Raiders of the Lost Ark meets Da Vinci Code meets Cowspiracy. That's that's one of the ones we we, we kind of feel. That's Definitely exactly it. Yeah, it has a Raiders of the Lost Ark feel, but it's also like a deep, like a political thriller, you know, an espionage story and an action movie. It's got so much and. Um, you will just be transformed by this film. And again, yes, get your ticket at Christspiracy.com. How easy is that? Christspiracy.com. And as we say on every show, please download the Unchained TV streaming network. We are the world's only vegan 
nonprofit free streaming network, and we are available online at unshamedtv.com. We're also available on any cell phone absolutely for free. You can download it just by putting Unchained TV in the app store. And you can also get it on any Samsung TV, as well as any television using Amazon Fire Stick, Roku device, or Apple TV device. Kip, thank you so much for joining us. It was an honor to have you. Way to go. And uh, come back as we celebrate this huge success again. Thank you. See you at the theaters. See you at the theaters. Thank you for tuning in to Unchained TV. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.